1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Our Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township. You can visit them online at SouthHillsJeep.com. Back out to the fan hotline. It's presented by NemoColon. Around every corner, NemoColon creates real-life magic for guests and we're joined now by our sports director here at 93.7 The Fan Jeff Hathorne who uh, has uh, been covering the Steelers of course and Jeff um, Najee Harris on the injury report today did not practice with a knee injury what's that all about and should we be concerned that that he might not be available for Thursday night with such a short turnaround right
2: today was a walkthrough so you know they could I mean Cole Holcomb could have taken part in today's practice uh, even with coming off his ACL surgery and been limited in what they were doing. So, uh the fact that Naji spoke to us after or yeah, after practice um tells me if he was not going to play, I think he would have used that opportunity to say, "Oh, sorry guys, got treatment, can't talk to you." Um and I say that because people that don't know, Naji doesn't love to talk with us. Um, And he mentioned nothing. He didn't, you know, just seeing him walking. You've been in those locker rooms too, Josh. I mean, you watch him walking around, you don't see anything. Now, sometimes that can be deceiving, but there was nothing to tell you that it was going to be an issue. And they even tell you on the injury report for the last two days that this is an estimate of what they would be doing. So I, I think it was just a day off. And I always wonder in these weeks, because you just don't, you get so much non-information from New England. Are you just trying to throw stuff out there? You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that was just thrown out there, but we didn't see anything from Najee.
1: Jeff, um, Mitch Trubisky talked today as well, uh, and um, sounds like he, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say that he wants to go out there and grip it and rip it, but it sounds like he certainly <laughs> wants to to push the football a little bit more than than maybe the other guy has so far this year. Is that fair to say? And how do they find that balance and give him kind of what he wants to do without maybe corrupting what they want to do?
2: Yeah, he's got a little John Daly to him. He does. (laughs) Uh, Little Phil Mickelson to his game. And, you know, sometimes they'd rather him be, I'm trying to, Jordan Spieth, um, if that golf analogy works. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I thought you were just suggesting that
1: they're like degenerates of of some
3: nature, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I, I get what you're saying now. Yes. <laughs> uh, I
2: think there were two words that really permeated from his, his talk with us. One was aggression, and the other was comfortability. Uh, he's comfortable with the system. He's comfortable with Sullivan. He's, he's seen a lot. He, he says he's comfortable with the guys. He believes they've had good banner on the sideline, that he's given them good advice. And now he's ready to go out there and show it. And I think he wants to show it. This doesn't mean he's going to chuck it deep every time. But is he going to look for more opportunities down the field? Oh, hell yeah. Um, and, you know, listen, in plays that, that Kenny runs, there are deep options. That deep option may be covered. Maybe he doesn't see it. Maybe he doesn't want to take a chance because he's throwing into coverage. Uh, Mitch is going to allow his receivers to try to make a play more often than Kenny, which, listen, in this matchup, it kind of scares you because maybe the only way New England can score is from their defense. So, it sounds great, and I I think as fans, you want to see it. But you don't – you've got to walk that line because New England's just waiting for an opportunity for somebody to give them something because I don't know how much their offense is going to earn.
1: Jeff, coupled in that is this dynamic at coordinator. Um, You have the play caller being Mike Sullivan – the schemer uh, being Eddie Faulkner, I suppose, and, and I'm not to suggest that they don't work in in cahoots with one another, or they're not on the same page, or whatever the case is. Um, but but this kind of goes back to something that I talked about a little bit before the game on Sunday, where you know you also have one guy that's the quarterback coach and one guy that's the running back coach, and where do you find that balance? And obviously, I thought game one with those two looked. Fairly promising, game two maybe not so much. Where do you stand on that, and where do you feel like that communication has gone, and um, and that progress has gone with those two guys?
2: Well, they're one and one, and oddly enough, they were better on the road, right, than they were at home. Uh, listen to your point. They, you know, they corroborate together. They work all week, and I think one of the strengths of Eddie Faulkner is that he is allowing others to have voices where, while others may have talked in meetings, they, they weren't necessarily heard under the old offensive coordinator. Mm. Now Eddie is kind of empowering them to bring ideas that we're going to use your thoughts. Uh, for all the great in Cincinnati, the plays were in on time, they were decisive. There seemed to be a little bit of, of hang-up at home. The hope is that they learn from that and realize that hey, maybe we don't have the perfect call, but this is a call. Let's go you know let let's let's be decisive let's not overthink ourselves and maybe with that success as often happened and i think that was part of what we saw at the beginning of this year that preseason success kind of clouded the judgment of what this team really was maybe after that success moving the ball in cincinnati they started to think too much about it instead of going with their gut i think you're going to see them go back and and be more decisive because you can. Yes, there were legal formations, but there were other times where guys were in there later. They had to burn a timeout. That is something that we saw uh, under Canada, and that can't happen. They have enough time, even in a short week. It's not like they're bringing in McSorley to start. Uh, This guy's been in the system. He's been around. Um, They've got to get those plays in, and, and hopefully they allow Mitch, being a veteran quarterback, if he sees something, to be able to change a play.
1: Yeah, you would think that, that that would be something that he would certainly be capable um, of doing. We're talking with Jeff Hathorne, our sports director here at 93 7, the fan. Uh, Jeff, given where they are right now, uh, how critical is this game? I mean, this is a team that you certainly can't lose to. It was uh, a team on Sunday you can't lose to, but boy, I'm also thinking they have a really good defense in New England. It's a short week with a quarterback that hasn't really gotten a full week of practice. It's kind of setting up to me to being a very low-scoring, kind of ugly football game, right? Stop it. Uh, Al Michaels is
2: going to fall asleep.
1: and For Uh, good reason,
2: probably. Well, Uh, we'll
1: we'll walk down there and make sure he's awake. We'll check on him Thursday night.
2: (laughs) Yeah, don't expect this game to be pretty. Don't expect Mitch to throw for 350 and three touchdowns. Um Steelers just have to find a way to win the game, whether that's 6-3, 3 3-2, whatever it is, just find a way to win this game. And then you've got some more time to prepare for Indianapolis uh, and work on things that you, you like, don't like from Mitch. Uh, I, I don't expect this where you're going to look at it, and I I don't think it's fair because of New England's defense. They've played really good defense over the last, well, actually all year. They've played good defense, just their offense. Uh, has even hurt their defense because of the way they've played and yet they've still hung in there. So don't I don't think it's fair to judge Mitch on this one to just say alone whatever happens wow he's they're likely to struggle. Um, um I, you just find a way to get through this. I I it it's a shame Josh because I I keep thinking man this used to be Tom Brady against Ben Roethlisberger. And now look what it's devolved into. It's just it's these, you know, two coaches that have shelves of themselves on offense uh, that are trying to find some kind of glory, But if, if the Steelers don't get this one, is their season over? Technically no, but let's be real. They're seven and six, and they drop these last two. I mean there's no way in hell they're going to get to the playoffs, or if they get there, there's no way in hell they're going to win a game.
1: Jeff, um, along those lines, um, you know, obviously it is a crucial game for them, and, and a lot of people have talked today about Mike Tomlin and the future of Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, Ed Bouchette, who you and I know very well and have worked alongside very, you know, very often before, threw out that, hey, you don't fire Mike Tomlin, you try to trade Mike Tomlin at some point. Do you envision Mike Tomlin ever accepting a trade to another team?
2: <laughs> Does he have a no trade clause i mean this that
1: like, that's actually a good question. I mean how he has to sign off on that, I would assume right He has to be I don't think so but I could he not just so. say i'm going I'm in the last year of my deal I'm just going to not coach if you try to do that or to he me. could or he could quit right exactly
2: I mean, I think that's an option that a player wouldn't have um. Before I write him off to Pittsburgh or trade him off somewhere, I want to see how the season ends. I mean, they could win all but one or maybe two of their last games. They get to 10 or 11 wins. Uh, I think overall, then you have to look at this season overall. Where it sits right now coming off that loss, I get it. I get why people are fired up, and they should be. And that's on Mike. He didn't have his team prepared like they should have. Whether it was something during the week or just on Sunday – they weren't ready to play. Multiple players uh, have admitted that now. So that is on the head coach. But um, let's see what how this season finishes out before I'm ready to, to say that that's going to happen. And I, I think, you know, we all know the, the way the Rooney family operates. And if they have 10 or 11 wins, I mean, they're not going to change their head coach, even if they're ugly, brutal, you know, got every bounce wins. It's just not going to happen.
1: Yeah, if he wins 11 or 12 games, Jeff, he could very well get coach of the year, right? I mean, given...
2: Well, yeah, I don't want to go there because I, <laughs> I think some of these national guys are just are kind of living in some kind of la-la land about how, you know, on what Mike Tomlin is as a head coach. I mean, I, I, I'm people probably think I'm praising him by saying that, you know, they could end up there. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm saying they could. Uh, he's had a numerous faults, And I always do at times we lose perspective in Pittsburgh. Yes. But can these national guys really understand what it's like to, to be, have this kind of standard and not advance anywhere. I mean, how many teams have playoff wins since the last time the Steelers have won a playoff game. And yet people don't factor that because they sit in an office in New York and they, they see a soundbite and say, Oh, look at that. Look at how he turned that phrase. Or look at that. He would be great. Well, you know he hasn't been great here over the last few years.
1: Yeah, I I, I would agree with that and uh, obviously I think that there's still, you know, plenty of value in Mike Tomlin and I, I'm just wondering if you get to a point right and and right. look, I mean, and we I, see it in in other sports, we see it in the NFL. I mean, it happened in Philadelphia with Andy Reid. It's worked out for both sides really right. since then. I mean, sometimes change is, is not a bad thing when it comes to the leaders of organization of organizations, but boy, it just feels like the Steelers are, are kind of stubborn when it comes to accepting that.
2: Yeah. And I, 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 get kind of what you're saying too, is like you almost feel like they're spinning their wheels a little bit here uh, under this head coach. And it's, you know, they say this phrase in hockey all the time, it's easier to get rid of just a head coach than your entire roster. Right. Um, and that might be the case. Um, but I want to just see this year play out in its entirety and then assess where they're at, but I, I don't argue that that could be that could be something that's welcome for both sides, uh, whether it's the end of this year, next year, depending on how this all plays out.
1: Is it safe to say that it, you know Kenny Pickett next season is probably is potentially the make or break for Mike Tomlin? Like if if he's not good and the team really struggles, could could that be what sort of ignites the fire for Art Rooney to maybe make a change then?
2: It might be. It might be. Uh, and I make no doubt Kenny Pickett's going to be the starting quarterback at the beginning of next year. I agree. I mean, even if Mitch comes in and, and plays well, uh, they're going to go back to Kenny Pickett. He's not going to lose his job because of, of injury. Essentially, it's, you know, they're going to come up with some reason where they've seen progression here. and Let's put him in there with, the full off season with a full offseason with a new coordinator. And they're going to give him every chance to succeed, as most teams do with their first round picks. What I would love to see them do is just add a guy from the third or fourth round. Just put someone in there that might be a little bit of of a project but little heat. you know. Yeah, I mean look look when uh New England had Drew Bledsoe, who was a really good quarterback, they took a shot on this guy from Michigan. He turned out to be pretty good. Will Levis uh wasn't expected to be Tennessee's starting quarterback necessarily because they had other options but Let's take on a project that seems to have have worked out. I I would like to see, given where they're at and given that, you know, Mason, well, of course we say he won't be back, but then somehow he'll be back again. (laughs) But why not have a Chris Oladokun type, you know, as that third quarterback, someone that, and I'm not saying that direct pressure and and make him feel that just all of us work better. I think when you know there's that person back there, that's that's ready or that's working, um, and I think Kenny could could use that. And I think as an organization, it's a good insurance policy to to invest, not a first or second necessarily, because there are holes that they need to fill. Um, but if somebody falls down after that second round, I'd, I'd be I, I would absolutely think that that's a priority for
1: this team. You and I are going to look like the uh, the old guys from the Muppets up in the press box, still watching Mason Rudolph standing on the sidelines I think <laughs> in 30 years or something like that we're, we're gonna we're gonna be watching Mason still in in black and gold somehow Jeff thanks as always appreciate it and uh we'll talk again soon I'll, I'll see you Thursday night yep see you then Josh all right Jeff Hathorne our sports director here at 93.7 The Fan was at practice today you can check out all of Jeff's coverage at 93.7TheFan.com um yeah, I mean, it's an interesting, I was trying to think of their names. Stat-, Stat Statler and Wardoff, w- Waldorf, is that Statler and w- Waldorf, something like that, the old guys from the Muppets. The Muppets, the new Muppet movie, well, not new, it probably came out 10 plus years ago now, but the Jason Siegel Muppet movie that they made, fantastic. Just a great, great movie, great music. I do not like musicals. At all, I am. I I find musicals to. T- I tend to sort of cringe at m- like when music and people start singing in movies and TV shows and things like that. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. But the Muppets can get it, man. They can get after it. I love the Muppets. The Animal Guy, the animal that plays the drums. He, I think he just goes by Animal. I think that's his name, Animal. But he just plays the drums, and he's just. I mean, he's clearly high on some sort of n- narcotic. A, a terrible narcotic. Um, there, yeah, they're But but man, he gets after it on the drums, and I love I I love the Muppets. How could you not love the Muppets? You a Muppets guy, Joel? Kermit I
4: haven't really. Yeah, maybe like a few individual ones. Um, Fozzie Bear. Yeah, that was another good one. Uh, I think Gonzo might be
1: Gonzo's Yeah, he's one. speaking of uh, characters that are clearly on some sort of narcotic. Gonzo with that big old nose of his, he's—I think he's been putting that thing to work. If you know what I'm saying, I'd like say he's, so. Yes, Gonzo's, yeah, he's—he's he's a wild man, but I—I I like him. Him and Animal definitely sneak off and do illicit behavior type deals when it comes to to some narcotic usage. They're—they're they're the two Muppets that definitely definitely indulge in that. And Kermit's just there, the the OG of them all Kermit, the frog,
4: definitely the OG.
1: Have you ever, I can't talk about that on the air. I'll talk to you when we're in the break about Kermit, the frog. There's someone that we know who gets compared to Kermit, the frog a lot. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Thanks to Jeff Hathorne for joining us. Um, (laughs) And uh, we'll, we'll kind of keep that conversation going with Mitch Trubisky, Mitch talked today. Um, aggressiveness is sort of the theme for Mitch Trubisky and I'm worried about that I am worried about that I don't love hearing that I like hearing that come out of a quarterback I don't love hearing that come out of that quarterback we'll talk about that when we come back we'll hear from Mitch Trubisky as well he talked today I'm Josh Rountree this is the fan evening show
5: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Steelers-Patriots Thursday night. We've had a few people today say, I've heard them say the game's tomorrow night. For the Steelers' sake, that's it's a good thing that that's wrong. Because tonight is Tuesday and the game is Thursday, so it's not tomorrow night. If it was tomorrow night, I think these injuries would be a, uh, a much bigger concern, but we got to see how maybe things play out over the next day or so. Mitch Strabisky talked. Uh, by the way, I'm getting into it now with people on Twitter about Muppets and drug use, which is <laughs> – there's some things you expect when you walk in to do a radio show. Muppets doing meth, not exactly high on the list. But much in the vein of Muppet Treasure Island, which is just fantastic. What a movie that is! Muppet Treasure Island,
4: pun intended. With the high on the list there.
1: Ah, uh, very, very, yeah, very, very well, very well, well done, Joel. Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Breaking Bad. That I would watch. That you throw Muppets into those yellow jumpsuits. And they're out in an RV in the New Mexico desert, and they're just cooking all day. We don't advocate, by the way, and we're strongly, strongly against hard drug use here. I, I want to point that out first. I am not, I am not advocating at all for that. Don't do drugs, please don't. But I would watch the Muppets make crystal meth on my television i i would i would watch muppet breaking bad why have we not done more muppet remakes of things what are the muppet movies that they've made now joel we're gonna hear from mitch trubisky in a minute by the way so bear with me with my the the muppet babies right that but that was a tv show uh the muppet movie that was back in the 70s the new one came out uh the muppets they did a muppets wizard of oz did not know that. I've never seen that.
4: That sounds super cool.
1: Yeah, I would I would absolutely get down with the Muppet Wizard of Oz. Uh, Fonzie Bear has to be the cowardly lion, right? They just throw a mane on him, and he just looks like a lion. Probably. Who is Kermit in that? The Muppets Take Manhattan. That was back in the 80s. The Great Muppet Caper. Muppet Christmas Carol is a really popular one. I, I, I got to get into that over the next couple of weeks.
4: Tis the season.
1: Muppet Christmas Carol. For sure. Muppet Treasure Island's the best, though. That movie's un—it's unbelievable. It's a great movie. Muppets Wizard of Oz. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is in that. What? I've never heard of this. It came out in 2005. David Allen Greer, Queen Latifah, Ashanti, Jeffrey Tambor, Quentin Tarantino. I can't get over that are in The Muppets' Wizard of Oz. I'm just saying we need more Muppet-based redos of movies and TV shows, including Breaking Bad. I would I would watch it, and I would love every single second of that. Mitch Strabisky talked today, back to what we're here to talk about. Um. Well, why don't I just play for you some of what he said. Again, a lot of this has to deal with Mitch Trubisky wanted to be aggressive. This is what he said today.
6: Uh, I'm trying to be aggressive, push the ball down the field, help this offense be explosive. Uh, I know i got to take care of the football. Uh, I'm just looking to be more efficient this week um, and execute well all together. But um, I like to be aggressive, push the ball down the field, and, and we got to find ways to score points. So I'm trying to be that um, catalyst. Does it make a difference whether you're starting or coming off the bench sometimes? Um, I'm, ju- I'm just trying to have a good mindset when I go in to do my job and help the team uh, score uh, I can't really tell if there's a difference. Um, uh, I know I'm a lot more calm when I know I'm starting, so I don't have to worry about when I'm going in. I know I'm starting the game and uh, can control it from there, so it's, I'm looking forward to it. Do you feel you're maybe more aggressive now than when you first started at the game last season? We're trying to score points. I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to take care of the football, um, and, and we got to play better as an offense. We, we're going against good defense this week, well coached. Um, so we just got to do our job, execute well, play all 11 together, and we want to be an aggressive offense. So whatever that means, taking care of the football, we got to find ways to score points. That's the bottom line. Yeah, just comfortability, uh, being on the same page with uh, Coach Sully in um, the whole offense, just voicing what I like in this offense and what I'm comfortable with, um, knowing the game plan ahead of time, and um, when you when you um, when you're not starting and you don't know when you're going in, um, there's kind of that anticipation aspect that is gone when you know you're starting the game. So um, just focus, locked in for Thursday, and I'm excited about the opportunity.
1: All right, that's Mitch Trubisky. Uh, boring, but that's what he said. He wants to be aggressive. He wants to be aggressive. Aggressiveness is key. Aggressive this, aggressive that, aggressive everyone. Um, I, You know, what does that mean? I, I don't know. Is the guy going to go out there and sling it like he's, you know, Patrick Mahomes? No. I hope not. Because when I hear about Mitch Trubisky wanting to be aggressive, I, I don't like the sounds of that. You go back for Mitch uh, and his time. It really, I mean, you go back to the days of of him being a starter in Chicago. W- what was the knock on him coming out of Chicago? You know, he made some plays, kept them around, got them to the playoffs. But he always had that knack for just the, the crippling interception at the worst possible moment. You got the game in the balance. Boom, Mitch tries to take this ridiculous shot over the middle, intercepted. And we've seen him do that here. Last year against the Ravens, three picks, Steelers lose. Jaguars game comes in in relief of Pickett, two interceptions, Steelers lose. Last year against this very Patriots team, sacked three times, had a pick, Steelers lose by three. They couldn't get it done at the end. I, I just, I applaud the guy in a sense because clearly he sees this team's lack of aggressiveness from the quarterback position, and he thinks, I could do better. I could do that better. I could be the guy that gets the ball up and down the field, that puts points on the board. We can win a game for the second time in the last, like, 55 games maybe by multiple touchdowns because they've only done that once in over 50 games now. He has to think – I have that ability in me to do it, and I I can't knock the guy for that. Confidence, pride, whatever you want to call it, it's a good trait to have that, no doubt. The problem is that Mitch ain't it. Like Mitch is not going to be the guy to go out there with that aggressive mindset and win you a game because a a part of that aggressive mindset is horrible decision-making that he continuously has. I don't, I don't feel great about Thursday night. I'll be honest. I think the Steelers probably win because the Patriots' offense is so bad. The Steelers probably make a play or two on defense. But if the Patriots just get really, really conservative with their game plan and they make a couple of plays, I, I could see the Steelers losing like a 13-10 to 10 game. And if that happens, oh boy, look out. I'll be in here Friday night, and if you thought the way that I opened tonight's show was brutal, we're going to need fire extinguishers because the blowtorch is coming out. It's going to get ugly Friday night in here from 6 to 1030 if they go and lose this game in another sort of embarrassing kind of fashion on Thursday. I don't care that Kenny Pickett's out. I don't care that Najee Harris is banged up, Isaac Sayamala, whoever. It doesn't matter. You cannot go and lose to this Patriots team after you just lost to a 2-10 Cardinals team. You can't do that. This team sucks that is coming to play you. They cannot do anything on offense. Their defense is good, but that, that can't matter here. Your defense should be just as good, if not better. But the one thing that worries me is that Mitch Trubisky is going to go out there and play hero ball. I thought he did that last year against Baltimore. They had... What was that guy's name? Anthony Brown? Anthony Brown, right, Joel, was their quarterback last
4: year. Anthony Brown, third stringer.
1: I mean, the guy the guy couldn't throw the football. He could not throw the ball. And Mitch Trubisky just... He just had to manage the game, but... You could tell that he wanted to go and prove that that they messed up benching him, that they messed up by sitting him down. And I understand the notion of wanting to prove people wrong, but buddy, you got to win football games here. This season's at a delicate stage. it's It's hanging in the balance. And you can't go try to be a hero here. Just be, you know, as much as we have wanted to see this offense open up and shine and take shots and this and that and the other, this is not the time to get that way. This is time to revert back to, hey, run, run, maybe run again. Or if we have to, then we, you know, throw it safely. This is where Presley Harvin is maybe your most important player and Chris Boswell is your second most important player. I, I'm just I'm scared here that Mitch Trubisky will try to go out there and win it by himself because he wants to prove whether it's to the Steelers or to his next home, his next team, that he is capable of of going out and putting up yards and points. I don't know. Uh, let's grab a call 412-928-9370 if you want to hop in on this. Uh, Cowboy in Sarver is on the line. What's up, Cowboy? What's up, buddy? Going on, you,
3: you know what I I I see what you're saying, but I think Trubisky is going to be able to at least take some shots more than what Pickett would do. Now I think Kenny like, is just too playing it safe and and doing his checkdowns, and I I think Trubisky will be able to know when to risk it to get the biscuit, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I I got you on that, but but here's the thing: we're talking about a guy that has not. He's really not getting practice this week. We just heard from Jeff Hathorne. They're just going through walkthroughs leading up to this game. Like When you have these Thursday nighters, you don't really get to install or have a week of practice or anything like that. So, Cowboy, I don't know. To me, this has to be – you have to win this game. And the the only way that I think the Steelers lose this game – is if Mitch Trubisky tries to get aggressive and makes a couple of really bad mistakes, which he did last year against the Ravens, uh, when we saw him, you know, in a similar kind of role.
3: Right, right. And I think now though he'll have a little bit more confidence because I think our running game is finally at a place where, you know, we have the confidence in it to to actually, you know, bank our offense on it. Right. But but I I still think Trubisky's going to be able to. I don't think he's going to go in and embarrass the Steelers. I think he'll do his job well. And you know what? And I agree. After the horrendous loss on Sunday, they need to go and kick some butt on Thursday. Yeah,
1: I agree with you. Thanks, Cowboy. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's go to our next caller, uh, Chris in Elwood City. What's up, Chris?
7: Hey, what's up? How's it going? Love your, uh, love your point of view. First time I called you, but I think you're very interesting.
1: Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
7: Hey, there's something I think nobody's thinking about right now. And I I think Mike T, if I was Mike T, I would be, or somebody should be, not probably Mike T, okay, but the coordinators. Yeah. Answer me this, sir. Uh, Over the last five games, let's take five-game stretches. Let's compare the three. Pickett. Do yardage, touchdown, interceptions. Do Trubisky, yardage, touchdown, interceptions. And look for the best string. And then what we're not talking about here, sir, is uh, Rudolph, the screwed quarterback. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Compare it. I believe Mason Rudolph, over a five-game stretch, if you compare the three, You would want to have him there, you know. Why is nobody thinking about that? Or do you think maybe they are?
1: Yeah, I I don't, to be honest, Chris. And and thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate the song as well. Uh, That was, it wasn't great, but I I appreciated it. Um, (laughs) Look, I know there is a there is a faction of people here that certainly. uh, That's my bad, Joel. I was I was looking at uh, Mason Rudolph's (laughs) pro football reference and the autoplay video just started rolling on me there, and uh, my computer was on, so my bad on that, Joel. Joel was looking around. He thought he messed something up, and I had to— It's on me, too. I, no, no, no. I had to fall on the sword there. Uh, look, I, I know that there, there's a faction of people out there that think that Mason Rudolph got screwed and all this and that he deserved better and he deserved more, and look, I is there maybe part of me that can understand that? I guess. But Mason Rudolph wasn't very good. And and I think that they could see what I saw. And that is, and and yes, there were games where his numbers were pretty good. I mean, 2020, he came in last game of the year, throws for 315 yards and two touchdowns and a a pick. And he threw for 242 in that game against Detroit. He had a long run in that game as well. But they tied the Lions, who were terrible. That's the last time that he started a game. I just think... When you look at Mason Rudolph right now, they see a guy that is a reliable number three. If they need to put him in there, he'll do fine, but he's probably not going to make the throws that Trubisky can make, and he certainly doesn't have the mobility that Trubisky has. And and keep in mind, at least we thought this was going to be the case, and it hasn't exactly played out like this, but we thought that their offense was going to be very heavily predicated on moving the quarterback a lot, right? And that's something Pickett was able to do or should have been able to do. Trubisky able to get out and and move around a little bit. It hasn't really played out that way for whatever reason. The offensive line's not good enough. The quarterback hasn't been good enough to throw on the run. Whatever the case has been, that hasn't been there. And now you have a quarterback in Mason Rudolph that, even though the offensive coordinator that came up with all of that is gone, The scheme really doesn't fit. That's why I didn't understand bringing him back in the first place. I thought they should have went and got a super athletic, scrambling type of guy that can simulate uh, Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson and all the other running quarterbacks that are talented, scrambling quarterbacks that that they will face in a season. I I thought they should have got a guy, honestly, like Josh Dobbs, I thought would have been a much better option on this team, even as a backup, as a number two on this team than what they have. And I, I, I still think that I'm right um, in that assessment. But I know that some people think that Mason got a raw deal. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But they clearly saw a guy and evaluated a guy that they didn't feel like was a long-term answer at the position. And they decided to move on two different times from him. And I, unless Trubisky is really, really bad this week, you're probably going to see him get the snaps until Kenny Pickett's back. When we come back, we'll kind of put a bow on our Steelers talk, uh, at least for this hour. We have Jason Mackey coming up at 9 o'clock as well. But a couple more things I want to talk about here with the Steelers before uh, we turn our attention to uh, a little bit of Pirates talk tonight with Jason Mackey. And um, we're going to kind of incorporate Pirates into the other two teams in town as well next hour. So. I think my favorite tweet of the night came from Matt. I feel like Beaker's a tweaker talking about the Muppets maybe being just chronic drug addicts. (laughs) (laughs) He said Beaker's a tweaker. Another guy said Animal and Gonzo were grinding their teeth the whole way (laughs) through the great Muppet caper 100%. (laughs) Grinding their teeth oh that's fantastic I did not think we were going to get into Muppet talk tonight particularly Muppet drug use talk but here we are this might be my last radio show ever I'm supposed to do one on Friday but after tonight and we soil the good name of the, the Muppets Jim Henson's people are probably on the phone with us right now oh man yeah, Mitch Trubisky scares me. He really does. Um, I, I, you know, I, and I wonder too after the whole taking them lightly comments. Are we going to see perhaps a team that wants to sort of get out there and play aggressive and, and go for the gusto, if you will, and, and maybe make mistakes that end up costing them? I really don't think the Steelers lose this game. I, I, I can't. I can't pick them to go lose a game to a team this bad two weeks in a row. But you still have the Belichick component of this, right? You got the Bill Belichick component. You got a good defense. Your quarterback's out. Your running back's banged up. You got a guard that's you know dealing with a shoulder thing. You got no middle linebackers. I mean, Joel here is going to get signed to play middle linebacker probably by the weekend at this rate. I mean, it's – there are issues, but I don't know. The real question here is, does Juju dance on the Steelers logo at midfield at some point? Joel, you're a a gambling man. What's the – what are the odds that you get there on on Juju dancing on the Steelers logo at some point during this
4: game? Oh, man, maybe like plus – Ten thousand? Is he still doing the TikTok stuff? I I, I, don't, I don't. That's a good question. I
1: don't know. I assure you that he's not dancing on logos.
4: But the thought of him scoring a touchdown, in this game, and doing a dance, what after would that be? after James Conner ripped Write him something. for a couple of touchdowns Absolutely. last week,
1: yeah. And it's going to turn into a thing. The old Steelers coming back to kill him. Juju got a Super Bowl, though. He did. He got a Super Bowl. And now he's just suffering in New England. He probably can't wait to get out of there.
4: He's got that ring, though, I guess, right? He, you does,
1: know? he does have the ring. He does. A- Antonio Brown went and got a ring. A.B. and Juju got rings pretty much as soon as they went and left Pittsburgh. And the Steelers haven't even sniffed one. Crazy how the game works sometimes. Uh, Next hour, or uh, maybe when we get closer to the 10 o'clock hour, um, we're going to talk about some comments made by a national media personality today. (laughs) We'll get into that. We're also going to talk next hour about um, Florida State, the college football playoff, and Florida State, A lot of people think kind of got screwed. I'm going to tell you why I don't really have that much of an issue with what happened. So we'll talk about that next hour up next though. Jason Mackey is going to join us. Jason is at the winter meetings for major league baseball. So we're going to check in from the winter meetings. I think they're in Nashville. Is that right? I thought I saw Jason. I actually didn't even look, but I saw what appeared to be the Opryland hotel, uh, where I believe the winter meetings are, one of my favorite places on earth, the Opryland Hotel. So we'll talk to Jason about that in Nashville and and what's going on with the Pirates coming up next. I'm Josh Roundtree. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.